Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre, the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one sports and recreation podcast in the world, Cheap Heat. My name is Peter Rosenberg, a.k.a. David Rosenberg. A.k.a. Thank you, Paul, Peter Rosenberg, whatever your name is. <laughs> Thank I guess you. thanks to him, too. That's right. Um, a.k.a. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. Now, we will be joined by Stat Guy Greg, uh, but we have some weird scheduling this week, so... Let's call Greg real quick. Let's see if we can get a hold of him. Not the easiest guy to get a hold of these days. He's probably in a courtroom dealing with a big case. I think he's representing um Lori Laughlin in the uh or Laughlin. So Laughlin or Laughlin? Aunt Becky. Come on, Greg. Uh, you reach Greg High at Oh, we can't give you his phone number. Well, that's a shame. I like a delicious chicken. So we will get to SGG, and we will have him on the show in regular form at some point here. But wanted to get things going ahead of time and talk about all the things that are happening this week. Because a lot is happening on the road to WrestleMania, and we have uh, a lot of mailbag that I have not had time to get to. Um, so I want to get to some of those people, um, because I feel bad to be honest with you because they're committed and they love us and they deserve it. Um, now, first of all, uh, I want to give a big, big shout out. All right. To everybody out there who's trying to book business travel. Okay. Trip actions. All right. If you're frustrated with the travel management program or lack thereof at your job, you got to look into trip actions, okay? They make it so much easier at a corporate level. And we know how many corporate listeners we have. Um, that's why we it, it is the corporate cheap heat podcast, um, much like the corporate champion. So it's super easy. You can book your business travel from their app or the desktop, computer, whatever. Uh, we all call it a desktop computer. 24-7 proactive support around the globe, okay? It is so, so easy. Go to tripactions.com slash heat. Complete a 30-minute demo with a TripActions account executive, and you'll get a $100 Amazon gift card just for doing it, all right? But you have to do it this month only. Tripactions.com slash heat for a free demo and a $100 Amazon gift card. TripActions, check it out. Now, joining us right now... um, Live, he's outside the courtroom. Greg, is it true that you are representing Aunt Becky in the college bribery scam uh, scam situation? Uh, it's not true, but I'm, I'm representing Frank Gallagher and Lynette from Desperate Housewives, uh, Felicity Huffman and William H Macy. Those are my clients. Those are your clients right now. Do you have a <laughs> yeah. Do you have a good feeling about what you can pull off? Um, you know. I'm not sure, but they are cutting the checks, though. So, I mean, the checks are going to clear. Well, that's all that matters. If we know one thing about them, the recent stories we've seen, the checks will clear. Um, yeah, big, big checks. I feel incredibly awkward right now because in Studio DSPN, we have a direct feed of things that air on ESPN. So, like, we're not watching TV. We're watching just the camera feed. 
So Stephen A. Smith is during is in commercial right now, and I'm just watching him house broccoli. <laughs> it is a, one of the strangest viewing experiences I've ever had in my life. Now, SGG, I'm getting some of Cheap Heat done without you just because schedules are so annoying, but I told everyone we'll have you on the show shortly. So I knew you were busy. I knew you. I know you'll have a lot to say this week. Um, big week for Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that promo with Vince McMahon on, uh, on SmackDown, Tuesday's episode of SmackDown. Um, and, you know, I think Chaz put it best, too, when he was on Shoemaker's podcast. Um, Kofi's getting screen time with the chairman, so this is a big deal. He's, he's not, we got to let this storyline play out, but uh, from what we've seen, this is definitely a big deal because Vince doesn't play opposite everybody. No, that is absolutely true, and we'll, we'll get into it more when we have you join the show. Um, so I'll hit you back in a little bit, and we'll we'll get you on here. All right, perfect. All right, there he is. Good luck. Good luck with William H. Macy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I need it. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the stat guy, Greg. So we'll get to him in just a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, it was a big week for Kofi. I mean, there's just there's just no doubt about it. That is, to me, that is the story of the week. Is I'll tell you, and I'll, we'll, I'll I'll let Greg break it down in his own way. But for me, if you recall, during that promo, he addressed, he said, people like me, you don't give chances to people like me. In my opinion, that was referencing race and the WWE Championship, and I found that riveting, absolutely fascinating that that was addressed. Honestly, everyone's going crazy over Ronda and us all getting collectively worked by her anti-wrestling thing, which I hate whether it's a work or not. I still think it's stupid and whack, but it is much more compelling and much more true to people's feelings that it addressed, we addressed that in that segment. People like me, Kofi said. And now he has a gauntlet match next week against basically everyone on SmackDown to see whether or not he ends up in a match for the WWE Championship in WrestleMania. And I think all of us would, of course, be shocked if that wasn't what happened. So, without any further ado, we'll have Greg do what's outside the ring when we talk to him. But for right now... Let's do a little bit of mail. Um, Jeffrey wrote this last week. He said, Pete and Stack Guy Greg, a few days behind on the podcast, but at work and just listen to the sound of Batista saying, keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Oh my God. Literally spit out water laughing so hard. Awesome. Keep up the great work and stay mage. Jeffrey from Massachusetts who doesn't have Twitter. Well, you don't need Twitter because I'm barely on Twitter. My account exists, but this is the better way to get a hold of me. And again, shout out to our listener, Randy, who um, does his own podcast, by the way, which I will uh, plug later, um, for sending me those clips. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Um, Eric writes us. Male. Hey, Greg and Uptown Malcolm. First off, the man who won a real gold medal with a broken freaking neck. He's the best Olympian amateur pro wrestler ever. 
Think about what the Steiner bros are to wrestling fans as amateur wrestlers. They are not in the same universe as Kurt Angle. The You Suck chant combined with him telling everyone how great he was is like when Ric Flair used to yell about his broken back. What the two of them did after their serious injuries is what makes them, quote, real athletes. As he stated, he was awesome in the Attitude Era and has had some of the best matches with everyone. I say Kurt is as high as 9 or 10 all-time when it's all said and done. If he's not top 10, maybe top 15, Kurt Angle rules Eric and Maine. <sighs> you know, it's going to be time here, as as Kurt Angle announced on Raw, that he's going to have his last match at WrestleMania. Um, I saw some rumors of it being John Cena, which of course would be appropriate because John Cena's career started on on uh, SmackDown when he attacked Kurt Angle with ruthless aggression. So that would be an appropriate thing to do. However, when you start having the where does Kurt Angle belong conversation, man, it's it's interesting. He's really done it all. Gold medalist, um, multi-time champion, incredible matches with so many people. Um, his main initial run in WWE was not that long, all said and done, but he then went on to TNA, which granted was TNA, but if you are to go back and watch Kurt Angle during the TNA years with Samoa Joe, okay, with AJ Styles, with Jeff Hardy. Another man who's been waiting anxiously with anticipation. His name is Jeff Harvey. Hardy. Plus how great he is on the mic. Not anymore, but at one time. When he was just absolute heel, prime of his heelness, Kurt Angle on the microphone. Oof, man. You got to put that guy up high. RJ, can you can I ask you a question? I got to ask you this. RJ just went down to the kitchen with everyone when they went to get lunch. RJ, did you did you go down to the kitchen with everyone and come back with water? Do you eat food? I go for the camaraderie. You got no food. I got no food. And what have you eaten today since you your whole day? I had an apple, and then I had some cereal, and uh, this water. You're unbelievable. Well, you get up early. For no, people that don't know, the... you wake up at like 3 a.m. No, I've been first, up since like 8.30. I wish I got up at 3 a.m. My boss at Hot 97 would be a lot happier. I, I don't, but I'm just a fat schmuck. I just got jambalaya and, and a brownie. I can't resist sweets down there every time I go down there. Well, we did stand around the sweet tray and power rank them. Me. Did anyone actually get anything? Am I the only fat schlub who does it? No. There were chips purchased and no cookies. A couple sandwiches. No cookies, though. No, no cookies. I'm these, this, I've been awful this week. I've just been awful. Well, you're wearing a tremendous sweater. Everyone's right. very into my NBA sweater today. Thank you. All right, I'll let you go hang out with, with the gang. I'll be waiting with my water. All right. You enjoy that water now. I will. Okay? Thank you. We know. It doesn't matter what your name is. His name's RJ. Um, all right, Jaden writes us. Mail. What's up, Pete and SGG? With the news of Harlem Heat making the Hall of Fame, I want to know SGG's all-time tag team black power rankings. Your boy, Jaden Genswider. We'll ask SGG. Although there aren't a ton of options. 
Let's just be honest. That lasted, that were legitimate tag teams for a long time. There aren't that many. Unfortunately. I'm, I'm curious to what SGG will say. Ross writes us. Mail. Hey, Peter, I couldn't help but think on Sunday while watching Fastline that Baron Corbin has to be the most boring, high-profile performer in WWE. He gets tons of airtime, but is a bore. You may not agree, but I can't stand the character. To make matters worse, they team him with another Bourne and Lashley. Did I mention his ring attire? The big boss man? Who laughs at that get-up? The WWE can do better, stay mage. Um, he's corporate Corbin. I, I I get people's critiques with Baron. I do. I am biased because I like him personally. But I, I do. I, I do get it. I, I, I'm never that into people wrestling in slacks and a vest, a tight vest. It's not my favorite thing. Um, And we will get to talking about some fast lane uh, shortly here. Chris writes us about Kofi. Male. Hey, gentlemen, this question is for both of, you, both of you, but more for the statless one. Well, unfortunately, he's not here, so you're stuck with me for now. Your thoughts on the Kofi storyline, especially how Vince is essentially presenting himself as a grumpy plantation owner at Jace. Enjoy yourself, and please get Dip on the show more. We'll call Dip in a little bit. Um, well, I love it. I, 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 If they can position Vince as that guy who's not giving the black man who deserves it a chance... I guess you could view it as cheap or in the time we live in, inappropriate. I might view it as particularly appropriate and 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 somewhat forward-thinking, albeit overdue. Why hide from what the story is? A black man has not held that WWE championship since The Rock, and he's the only one. That WWE championship. Now, you may now consider the Universal Championship the main title. But the lineage of the title that Kofi would be winning if he wins at WrestleMania and gets that match, that is the Bob Backlund, Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. That's the, that's their title. So I, I to me, it's over at that point. Like that that streak is over. So to me, it's not a belt. It's a title. It's I don't know. I why ignore what the story is? I I, I, I you can't do it overtly in a way that's like offensive. But by Kofi saying giving people like me that opportunity, I, I thought that was really well done. Lewis writes us mail. Hey guys, listening to your conversation of King Kong Bundy got me thinking. Does main eventing WrestleMania ensure one's place in the Hall of Fame? I did some research. Here's a stat for you. From the pre-Attitude Era manias, only five main event participants have not yet gotten in. King Kong Bundy, Bam Bam Bigelow, Lawrence Taylor, same, same mania by the way, Psycho Sid, and The Undertaker. Setting aside Taker, who's getting in whenever he stops wrestling, what are the odds that any of these guys end up getting in? Since Sid is the only one who's still alive and not a registered sex offender, my money's on him. I do think Sid will go in. 
On a personal note, I've been listening to the pod since around WrestleMania 30. None of my close wrestling-watching friends live near me anymore, and the ones who do only watch Mania and wonder why Cena's not in the main event. Thanks for the fun conversations that remind me of debating Repug wrestling takes. Looking at you, SGG, with my crew. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. At the fake Lou Hare, H-A-R-E, in case you're wondering. That is some good stat work right there. Phil writes us right now. Mail. Are they really going to pretend that Triple H and Batista didn't face each other already at WrestleMania 21? They pulled the same thing with Triple H and Undertaker for 27 as if 17 never happened. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. But I'm I'm here for it. And I like no holds barred, the stipulation that was added on Monday. I'm just here for Batista this time around. I came back to be WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And I earned the right to do that by winning the Rumble Royal Rumble. You know, I could stoop to John Lena, John Cena's low level. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. And I could stoop to John Lena, John Cena's low level. I came back to be WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And I earned the right to do that by winning the Rumble Royal Rumble. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Have I told you guys how much I love the Batista song? The Batista theme song is one of my all-time workout jams. Not, not that's a good sign. Maybe if you look at me, you go, well, you know what? Then it shouldn't be anyone's workout jam. Shout out to that guy, Greg. But, um, I, I, I am here for it. I, I just think it's the right fit. What else would you have Batista do right now? It's his last match. He's 50 years old. He's successful in Hollywood. There's no more. We're at the end of the line. So it's Batista Orton. It's Batista Triple H. It's Batista Cena. It's, it's Batista. Uh, hold on. I mean, I'm trying to think of who would be in the spot. Daniel Bryan. Wouldn't hated that, by the way. Brock. Batista Brock could have been a thing. Braun. But we guys, Braun Strowman is busy. Okay. He is in the middle of a heated Heated story with Colin Jost. So, I think we all understand he's got his hands full. Let's call Dipperstein at work and see if he answers. As we wrap up the mailbag, and we'll get to SGG in a few minutes. Talk about Fastlane. You're um you're live on the Cheap Heat podcast. Oh, Mage. Um lot of demand for people to hear from you. A lot. Ugh, I love it. Now What's up, Techerheads? Real quick thought, Dipperstein. When was the last time you recall a storyline as big, as monumental, as sensible, as strong, and as oh. and as WrestleMania worthy? As, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, right. as Braun Strowman and Colin Jost. Oh my God. I mean, it's, it's David versus Goliath. It's this the, is the biggest story ever. 
This is the ultimate. It's Arquette Jace. <laughs> I actually, you know, I'm one, of, I'm one of the few people who a year ago after Mania, when people said, where are they going to go with Braun Strowman a year from now? I'm one of the few people who said Colin Jost. I believe it'll be Colin Jost. I think, you know what, I'd like to be to Savage Hogan. I liken this to to Steamboat Flair. Ooh, yeah. Meant, I mean, this is the biggest, one of the biggest things that has ever happened to the sport, in my opinion. I know. So. It, it's going to be, it'll be Hogan slamming Andre at Jace. Now, do you, a lot of people wrote me and said that you must have been devastated. I got one email in particular. I'm sorry, I forget the guy's name. One email in particular from a gentleman who was worried that after Ronda Rousey's um, breakdown on, on YouTube, mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that you might not be physically okay. How are you doing? I, I, there was some resuscitation. That's all I have to say. Oh, you had to be, re- there, there was resuscitation. There was resuscitation. Yeah. I fainted for a moment and there was, there was immediate resuscitation. Where, how close is she on the Dipperstein CM Punk, uh, TOS terminate on site list? I think she's up there. I was actually having this conversation with somebody the other day about um, how high on the TOS list that she is. And uh, I think CM Schmuck is still at the top. I think CM Schmuck is still at the top. So number one, CM yeah. Schmuck. Yes. Number two, Ronnie. Ronda Rousey. Little Ronnie. You're right. <laughs> yeah, confirmed. Confirmed. But look, CM Schmuck walked away from the fans. Okay, he walked away. Ronda Rousey still came back on Raw. Now she is, but she probably will walk away, but she's not a wrestler, I mean, at, at heart. No, she's not. CM Schmuck is a wrestler. He believes he's not. He believes he's a guy who gets beat up in fights. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a repugnant division. Everybody knows it. Um, well, listen, everyone is looking forward to your WrestleMania weekend appearance. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm also looking forward to it. The only weekend the year. So. The only weekend what? The only week, the only weekend out of the year, I can fully enjoy myself. And, I know and be myself. I know it's the only weekend you let go. It's a little weird. It's weird being in New York this year, isn't it? Like, isn't it weird us it not, not going to some random place? I know. I feel like we're. I'm just going to visit my mother. Uh, yeah, it's. Not, it's. I have to say, I'm actually looking forward to Tampa Bay next year. <laughs> I know, but the more pug, the better. <laughs> the more pug, the better. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I don't need. I don't need my mother. I, I already got the call from my mother that said, oh, you're going to be at WrestleMania in New York? All right, what day am I going to see you? I'm like, you're not seeing me, okay? I, I pretend I'm in Tampa, all yeah, right? Exactly. Pretend I'm in Tampa a year early. It, is, it does make it weird in that way. But anyways, we wanted to uh, get you on. Are there any other very strong feelings you wanted to express? I don't know. They, Randy Orton and AJ Styles have been wrestling in the same on the same show for six years and, and just this week they decided they ate each other. Is that, is that what, is that what we're doing now? We're just this after just a week. They, this they, week? they hate each other now. They can't stand, they can't stand the sight of each other's face. It's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. Did you, did you spend any time complaining? Uh, maybe I'm the only one. She, she didn't wear it this last week, but when for like all of a sudden for three weeks, Becky out of the blue started wearing like the tracksuit with the yellow stripe. Oh, she's Kill Bill Jace. She's who is Jace? She's Kill Bill Jace. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. It was so out of nowhere. It was so like, I, I, I she's Austin. She wears a t-shirt and jeans, right? Like, what about the um, what about the uh, the the unbelievable tag team of uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet? Well, can we, can we hear the? Can we hear your thoughts on that? Well, I will. Or do you want to hear my thoughts on that? I will disagree with you if you don't think that, in spite of the random. Oh, Dipperstein's call failed, but I, I'm going to tell you I'm going to end up disagreeing with Dipperstein on this because, and I think I think many of you probably will as well, but I'm guessing he thinks it's Repug. Hey. I'm gonna, I'll tell I'll tell you right now. In spite of it being randomly thrown together, and you probably think it's her pug, because while while here you're dry heaving, while the while the main while while Raw and those who put together Raw or Vince McMahon or whoever it is underestimates the importance of NXT talent. You're not gonna like what I say here. You overestimate the importance of NXT talent. So I actually believe that the way the way they've put them together has made them there uh, you should be. No, no, this is an offensive thing. I'm saying something offensive. They I believe putting them together and the way they work together has made them kind of instantly mage. You don't think so? No. Absolutely not. You think they should be separate? They it's separate. But their work it's working out. Like they, they are mage as a tag team. But you know how I feel about tag teams. They they just don't go together. They don't go together. I agree with you on that. And how 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 long is it gonna by the way, how long are is the big Alistair entrance with the candles and the thing and the coffin thing? How long is that gonna last? Not long. It depends. He'll be please. He'll be on pre shows galore. I, I believe me, they'll be on the pre show. Okay? They'll be on the pre-show with Andrade and Rey Mysterio or whoever they put Rey Mysterio with. Okay. They'll be, they're, they're pre-show bound. Okay. Let me just say that. So what you're, what you're also, you are still angry that they didn't get the proper day after WrestleMania raw welcome individually that each of them should have gotten. Alistair Black is so mage that he should have gotten the Hardy Boy spot from Mania last year. The big giant Alistair Black reveal. At WrestleMania. That's how mage I think he is. You know how I feel about him. I couldn't even look at him last year. I'm sorry. I mean, you, so you, almost, you almost fainted. You should, if you want to go back and listen on the podcast, it was there. He almost died. And then if, right. if you, and then, and then you would have seen Ricochet appearing on Monday and getting great treatment on Monday. Fine. Yes. Yes. Cause he, yes. he is, and I, you know what? he's literally, yeah. he's literally love, one of the best athletes who's ever wrestled in a ring, perhaps. It's not even a question. The only thing I hate about Ricochet is music. I like the music, but, it doesn't go with Ricochet. You don't think it goes with him? Give me some... It doesn't. It doesn't go with him. It's huh? like a superhero thing. And I get that that's the gimmick, the superhero gimmick. But, like, give me some kind of, like, updated, like, hip-hop B type thing with Ricochet. We don't... You know what I mean? He's not Superman. You know? He's... You know? Although, I got to tell you... That give, me, the, give me some... Did you watch Fastlane? Yeah. yeah did, did, did you... Did <laughs> you, you Did you see the spot? His spot? Or was it Raw on Monday? When he flew, when he flew over the corner post, when he, yeah. when he, when he uses one hand and then, 
He does things like this all the time. The man is a freakazoid. But I, I hear what you're saying. It, it, my only real, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I'm just saying in spite of that, I think it is working out. In this moment, they are over. Like, I do think people who didn't know them are starting to care about them, even though they could have and deserved more. Um, which is more than I can say for some other people who came up. Oh my god. We know we know you're talking about. And by the way, by the way, I'm being serious. I'm forgetting. Who else came up the same day as them again? The same day? Gargano. Yeah. And oh. Champa. Exactly. Well, Champa is a real shame. Yeah. And and, Gar- yeah. and Gargano, so did they just pull and Gargano's just gone now? Yeah, well, he's back on. Yeah, yes, yes. He's the other one. You know, I, the, the other, you know, I feel Gargano can be Gargant. You think he can be Gargancho? You consider him Johnny Gargancho? Yeah, he's Gargancho. He's Gargancho. He's the next Daniel Bryan, in my opinion. He could be that guy. He's an incredible wrestler. He's good looking. He's has all the charisma in the world. He's good on the mic. He's compelling. He's you know he's everything about him is great. The physicality, the the in ring stuff. I mean, he's got it all, in my opinion. He's got it all. Yeah. And now, if he pops up the Monday after Raw, he will have um, after Mania. He will have already popped up once before. Right. And now it means nothing. Um, all right. We look forward to seeing you complain in person in a few weeks. Sorry, let me uh, do me a favor. Can you guys just like stay mage or something? Okay. Yeah. And then, and then, by the way, the rest of your work day, if it's possible, enjoy yourself. Mm. There. Okay. All right. There he is. The Dipperstein man. I got to tell you, Dipperstein kills it on every appearance on this podcast. Absolutely kills it every single week on this podcast. Very, I'm, I'm impressed by him constantly. And I hear what he's saying, but I do think that the Alistair and Ricochet thing is working, but could it be working better? Yes. Did both of them deserve sort of a more significant appearance? Yes. They did. And they didn't get that. Um, let's take a quick break and let's come back. With Stat Guy Greg for Black Power Rankings, what happened outside the ring, and a breakdown of Fastlane. Uh, we'll do all that next on the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. We could be in the middle of Miz Country. Yes, we are, uh, we are back. And now, ladies and gentlemen, don't fear. The physically large one is here. S to the G to the G. How you doing, bruh? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here in uh, my full form for the people of Cheap Universe. You had to handle William H. Macy's case, and um, now we have your full attention. So, SGG, um, was there a lot outside the ring, or should we just jump into the fast lane week that was, etc.? Yeah, I didn't really see much of anything. And, the, you know, the big news, the, the biggest news, or what caught my eye mostly was the Harlem Heat induction, which I guess will take us through Fast Lane, Raw, and the week that was, etc. And I mean, yeah. So, do you want to start with that, or you want to just pick up when we get? What, what do you want to do? You want to? What are your thoughts on Harlem Heat? We 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 know you have thoughts. Yeah, I mean, of course, Harlem Heat is like, you know, one of my one of my favorite WCW tag teams. Um, of course, and I've said this before many times, like I really did think they were from Harlem. I, I've made, you know, several trips to um, 110th Street 
Lenox Avenue, Harlem, New York, just to try and catch a glimpse of which what, is sad. Uh, which is sad because you actually are from Harlem, and they <laughs> were fictional. Yes, yes, um, but not sad though. That just shows the power of kayfabe and a, and a child's belief in uh, <laughs> in in these um, superheroes, these real life superheroes. But yeah, I made many trips to see Booker T and Stevie Ray and see what they were up to. I never, I never saw them on the streets of Harlem, New York. Did you um, ever like randomly, you know, walk by Red Rooster and just see them having a meal? Never, never would have loved that. Would have loved it. Even, you know, hanging out in front of the Apollo Theater at the Rucker. They were never, never anywhere to be seen. Somewhere, and, and yet never, and yet never anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, SGG. That's a tough experience for a kid. But you know what? They can rectify it this year. They can, um, they can make it right with a trip uptown. You know, bring the Hall of Fame rings, and the first thing they do with it, um, yeah, bring it uptown to Harlem and let the people see. You know, where Harlem Heat is not from. Um, <laughs> right. Now, would you say this upgrades the Hall of Fame inductee list so far uh, for this year, which is not the best class we've ever seen? And also, one of our emails we read earlier uh, asked you where you put Harlem Heat in the all-time tag team black power rankings. To which I replied, sadly, it's not that long a list. It's not it's not that long a list, but um on that list they have to be like they have to be top tier, like one or two. You know what I mean? There has to be Who else is in New, the running? Who else is in the running for, for top slot? New Day is in the running for top slot just because they're still going and they are they are doing uh phenomenal things. I think they're if you could say they're as if not more popular as Harlem Heat was in their heyday, but Harlem Heat ten times tag team champions. So that puts them in the not just the black power ranking uh tag team list top just tier. The tag that team puts, power. Yeah, that puts them in a tag team power ranking top tier. Um so what do you think of Fastlane SGG? Um I thought it was a good pay per view. I, I enjoyed it. Um Mustafa Ali came back strong even though he ate a knee to the face to end that match. Um the women's tag match was fun. That fatal four way match was was really fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, now, now, did you did you think that the Beth Phoenix involvement for Nia Jax is that for like a setup for a tag match for WrestleMania? It feels feels like it is. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, it feels like it would be for WrestleMania because she wouldn't come back and they wouldn't stretch this past. Um, they wouldn't stretch this past that. Yeah, and then like last week, I, I, for a second on Monday, I thought, oh, it's just to set up a match for Monday, but then there was no match. Yeah, nah, I mean, Mania makes the most sense just because, um, she's a legend regardless. So they wouldn't bring her back to, for a Monday Night Raw match or like a, uh, you know, drag it past Mania. Like this is the time we are in the fast lane on the road to WrestleMania. So there's only one place she could be headed. Um, now Kofi Kingston, of course, doesn't get the match at, um, at fast lane. He gets set up and beaten down by the bar, which I was, um, I was happy with because him being added to that match at fast lane would not have made sense. It would have, it would have, it would have, I thought meant that maybe mania is not going to happen. Um, so the second that that happened, you knew, oh, this is stretching further for sure. Is that the same thought process you had? 
yeah, um, once when I heard the Bars music hit, I I knew that Kofi's uh, they there was just gonna be a couple of more hurdles put in front of Kofi, but um, I believe he's gonna get past them, you know that, and I think that's the story that they're telling. And yeah, I'm like you, I'm still optimistic with this so far. I don't think this is gonna ultimately end prematurely or before Mania. I do think he's gonna be the guy that ends up facing Daniel Bryan at Mania somehow, some way. Because uh, that gauntlet match is not going to be easy. He's got uh, everybody. You know, Kevin Owens. I think AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Rowan. Now, I I mentioned this the other day. Uh, the other day. I mentioned this the other uh, – before you got here. Um, you know, I really enjoyed the face-off with Mr. McMahon. And I was very taken aback and sort of pleasantly surprised – with the line of you don't give chances to people like me. Yeah. What was uh what was your reaction? I, I like I like that it was subtle and that it didn't cause that you know, there's different ways that everybody's gonna take that. You know what I mean? You got people who are gonna make the obvious leap, which is also the leap that I made, which is like black people. <laughs> you don't give opportunities to black people. But even like smaller guys you know, more entertaining guys, comedy acts. There's so, like, Kofi checks so many boxes that when he says people like me, without just leaving it at that, you can make a number of different assumptions for what that means, and they can all be right. You know what I mean? Super loyal guys who don't ruffle the feathers backstage. Sure, sure. All of them. Yeah, I I, I thought it was really cool, and... You know, I, I like that it was addressed. You know, I think if Kofi is to win the WWE championship, um, at WrestleMania, it's obviously such a moment. And we know they're not going to want to overplay the fact that he's the first black WWE champion since The Rock. Right. And the, on- and the only one since The Rock. I mean, beyond, besides The Rock. Um, but if by by doing what they did, and we'll see if they do more of it, it does acknowledge the importance of it, and it does acknowledge the flaws that exist within the WWE that it hasn't happened. And I would rather do that than pretend that it's not there. Yeah, and I, I mean, not just in WWE, but that's like a societal thing where people – they know they have flaws because people address them with them and then you just bury your head in the sand. They presented, pretend it doesn't exist. And, you know, for WWE to address it head on in a storyline way, I think would be, would be great. It would be perfect. Um, and yeah, it'd definitely be better than the alternative of just acting as if this thing, which would definitely be monumental in the career of Kofi Kingston, doesn't mean as much as it actually does because they don't want to raise too much attention to to the obvious um and you and you i love that you have to imagine that behind the scenes no one in the no white man in that locker room would probably prefer to be in that spot more than daniel bryan yeah um, you have to imagine that he is really hoping that he jobs to kofi at wrestlemania yeah and and it would be it's crazy too because I thought about that on on Tuesday when I watched SmackDown just how like 
the full circle moment for Daniel Bryan. Not even really full circle, but how he became the thing that he was fighting against. Because even um, when Mr. McMahon started his promo and Kofi hopped out there, he told Kofi, like, yeah, I just had a conversation with Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan told me that you're a B plus, <laughs> a B plus player. And it's just like, that's so crazy coming from Daniel Bryan. Because how many times did we hear the authority and the McMahon say that about him? Well, I know that, that irony was thick too, because Vince is saying, here Mr. McMahon is going, Daniel Bryan says, as if, I mean, Daniel Bryan <laughs> was probably lower on the rung for him than Kofi Kingston. Yeah, it's true. It's true, man. Like, that, that's, it's just all so perfectly set up. Um, and yeah, and, I'm gonna be I, optimistic though, cause you don't know how the story ends. I will say it will be if if Kofi ends up winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, I I would really have to with all the criticism we give, it would be, you know, ignoring the last few weeks, not even ignoring it, including the last few weeks. This has been such a surprise of the road to WrestleMania, like none of us were thinking about. Someone from the New Day being in the picture to win the title at WrestleMania six weeks ago. Yeah, no, we weren't. And, um, yeah, I don't think it's, it's messed up because I don't think we get there without Mustafa Ali being injured. Maybe we do. I don't know what their plans were, um, going into this, whether this was plan A or plan B or they were going to figure it out. But, but yeah, Kofi, Kofi Mania running wild is such a, such a pleasant surprise for everybody. And, I mean, he may be the only pure, completely over babyface in the company. Like, Seth, Seth's pretty over too. But I would say at this moment, Kofi may be more over than Seth. Yeah, I would say so too. And especially when you say, like, pure babyface. Because Seth is definitely a babyface. But is he like a... A pure white meat baby face. I wouldn't say that. And um, no, not not the way not the way Kofi is. No. no, and the closest thing would have been Mustafa Ali. But um, like you said, like we saw on Sunday, Mustafa Ali's music hit, and he had to overcome uh, "We Want Kofi" chants. Which, if he was, you know, if he was that top pure baby face, it would have been an an even exchange for the fans. But Kofi is just covering. Um, Hovering above everybody else in that babyface territory. Uh, we get Becky Lynch now finally in the match. We know what we're going to see. Um, Ronda, you know, is on her whole anti WWE kick. We talked to Dipperstein about it earlier. Who's he's nauseous? I mean, he's absolutely sick to his stomach. <laughs> um, you know, I, I in one sense enjoy that it's generating real heat. And that she will get booed at WrestleMania. In another sense, I think it shows a flaw of hers, a major flaw, that this was the way to do it. Because they didn't maybe have the confidence in her ability to just talk and get her way there. Um, you know, although, you know, they could have had her just team up with Stephanie McMahon and that probably would have done the job. But, you know, even though I enjoy the fourth wall being broken sometimes, you know, I'm as big a fan of High Cult Cabana as anybody else. Um, right. 
it does feel like a bit much and like you know i guess that you could totally argue it both ways that's what makes it beautiful because it makes the the real wrestling fans so angry but at the same time you know as someone who is a public defender of wwe when you have this so-called legitimate athlete who's trashing it as scripted yeah there is a part that even beyond the story just gets me irritated um but i could see arguing that either way yeah and i think you hit the nail on the head though i don't think people are necessarily angry people are just more irritated because i feel like most people see through it it's like yeah it was scripted the whole time so like you want us to believe that it wasn't scripted when you were getting like when you were selling for Nia Jax and all these people like Nikki Bella and all that like it was scripted then too you know what I mean like you would play fighting then and suddenly you're above it because we're not into it I think people are seeing through it I don't think that's gonna necessarily hold them back but um you were also right in that it does show a lack in faith of her to be able to carry it on the mic which I mean this is better honestly because this feels more true to who she is and then that lends more authenticity to the storyline. Regardless of her calling it fake or anything like that, it just feels like something she would say. So that is what makes it feel more... Although I do believe, I do believe the F word is the one word she has not used. She has online. She said on, it. <laughs> she did use the F word online? Yeah, she does it, she's done it on Twitter um, a lot. So it's she like, hasn't said this, it, but she's written it. Yeah, and like she had a YouTube promo that the the one that they I think they referenced it on Monday Night Raw. Um, she's been like, yeah, this is all fake. None of these women can touch me, and I think that that is what's getting people annoyed. Because if she did it like Brock Lesnar to just be like, yeah, I was so dominant in the UFC and this and that. Because you know Paul Heyman and Lesnar could say the same things that Ronda's Ronda's been saying, but um, they get right up to that line without actually calling it fake. And saying that, you know, they fight for real. Now, the only thing that would be absolutely tragic is if she, if she did all of this, then beat them both and left. Well, it would be tragic, but also, could we not see WWE doing that? But that would just, yeah, you could, and it would be like, so wait a second. This character runs through the entire division, embarrasses multi-time champions and makes them look like hacks says the whole thing is scripted and not real anyway then it then wins and leaves yeah it's just like all you did yes you got attention out of her for a year and some good matches but you also serve to bury the entire division and the company part of the evolution is that (laughs) and the company too because uh let's not forget her first match out the gate she beat Triple H and Stephanie. So she runs through your family, the entire division, your company, calls out the core of your company, and then leaves with your championship as if to say, I was right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't mean we're going to get to WrestleMania predictions in a couple of weeks. But, yeah, I don't think Ronda Rousey leaves WrestleMania with the title. But um, tragic is absolutely the right word for it, if it happens. <laughs> Slightly aggressive word, but nonetheless. Um <laughs> What else? What else did you take away from the the week? Fastlane included. I mean, we have to talk about Shane McMahon, right? Oh, Shane finally. McMahon is fed up. 
Now, fortunately for the Miz and his father, they're now they're probably so happy about Odell Beckham Jr. going to Cleveland that they're probably not even worried about Shane McMahon. But when Shane McMahon turned, he he turned all the way, and I really enjoyed. Uh, Though I didn't love his promo, I did love his demand to be introduced three separate times. Well, he didn't. He didn't get it right. He he wanted it. He wanted it done exactly right with conviction. The first one was kind of bland. I'll give it to him. The second one felt a little better, but Shane didn't feel like his heart was in it, so he wanted it. Wanted it the way he wanted it, and I, I mean, it it. The arrogance of it goes in really well with the character that he's trying to play. And I, I'm not going to lie. I did see where he was coming from, though, um, of him feeling like everybody cozies up to him because he's the boss's son and just being tired of it. Because if you remember, that's exactly what um, Miz's deal was when they when they first teamed up. He's like, yo, you're a McMahon. You can do this. That's he's, I can't even count how many times the Miz actually said that to him. And he did it, and he enjoyed it, and then when it wasn't fun anymore, he just got fed up. One of the things I think will be interesting is, you know, this could be the one and only time that The Miz is an actual babyface at WrestleMania. It may never happen again, because you can't imagine that babyface Miz is a long run. That's just not who he is. Yeah. But right now, I believe he will get a huge babyface pop at WrestleMania. I think so too, because I mean, New York loves the Miz. Let's just be honest. He he gets he gets a reception, a, a positive reception in Brooklyn and the uh, New York area anyway. So he was gonna look forward to that, no matter what. And now turning him babyface with the casual fans. When was the um? When was that superstar shakeup supposed to happen? In April after WrestleMania. Okay, it was announced um, for after Mania. Got yeah, it. it's there's it's not the Monday right after WrestleMania. I think it's the week after that. They're gonna be in, I want to say Toronto, but it's definitely some part of Canada, and um, it's supposed to be like the first ever international superstar shakeup. Now, I don't know if that means that because they're in another country, it's international superstar shakeup, or if that means that they're gonna be snatching people from NXT UK. And um, throwing them in the shakeup, we'll see. But I, I would not be surprised to see Rhea Ripley already jump to the main roster. That would not shock me. Um, there, there are Pete, Pete Dunn. There are a couple of people that would not surprise me. So that's an interesting thought too. Um, and we'll see. I just hope they do it better than I last year, where it was just like people just come out and have matches. Like, I just missed the draft. Yeah. Like, tr- the draft had so much, even if it was arbitrary, it had more drama than just people's music hitting and them having a match. Yeah, especially, especially with the podiums out. Yeah, and especially with what just happened with NXT, where you these guys kind of just showed up on both shows. Like, you have to have some meaning to what this is going to be, particularly because you have to imagine that whoever ends up on SmackDown... They're looking for the face of SmackDown on Fox. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, once WrestleMania passes, we'll be four or five months away from SmackDown on Fox. So I'd like to see some drama 
with how they do the shakeup and it not just being like music hits. Here's a match. Oh, I guess they're here. I, I've, I did not understand that. But then again, at this point, if you've been listening to Cheap Heat for any amount of time, you know how strongly I feel about, you know, some drama, some surprise just being a key element. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we get that because they they announced it. So now they got to they got to do it right because people are looking forward to it. And now we know that we have Triple H Batista no holds barred triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. And I'm speculating, of course, not all these are official. No, the Shane McMahon versus The Miz is official. They he, He made it on Tuesday. Oh, that's right. He, he already made that official. So, uh, but I'm, but now I'm going to go into the non-official. Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan, likely. Um, am I forgetting any? I feel like the Iconics challenged the Boss Hug connection for the women's tag title on, uh, Tuesday. I can see that just being a SmackDown match though. You think so? And then them not rolling into Mania? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I could I could see that being like a fatal four way tag match where they take on someone from every brand. You know, I could see a lot of things that they do for Boss and Hug. Um trying to think of what else. Uh Samoa Joe versus John Cena is a match that people are speculating oh, about. Sorry, we know Kurt Angle's having his last match and I've heard John Cena for that also. So you could have Kurt Angle versus John Cena or Kurt Angle versus someone else. By the way, it would be a great time to bring back Jason Jordan. Ooh, that would be a good time to bring back Jason Jordan. If he's ever coming back. Um, which I'm, I, you know, I'm a huge fan, so I would love for him to come back. Um, the Hardy Boys versus the Usos. That could be out there. Um, so we're getting there. We are getting there. Um, and we're only a few, what, we're three weeks away? Yeah, three weeks now. Oh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Oh, and we know we're going to get AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, which should be a great match. I mean, story kind of came out of nowhere, but the the match should be great. Um, and yeah, today as we record this, as we finish the podcast on Friday, what is today the fifteenth? Yep, Friday the fifteenth. Um. So yeah, three weeks. Three weeks from Sunday, so we are we are getting there. Um, SGG, do you have black power rankings? I do have black power rankings. And at number three, I'm going to go with again, this team has become a fixture on the Black Power Rankings, um, Alistair Black and Ricochet. They, they again, were fingertips away from winning the Raw Tag Team Championships. It just didn't happen. Um, but that's okay. Fret not because they advanced in the to the finals of the NXT's Dusty Rhodes Memorial Classic. So they could be on their way to uh, WrestleMania. The winner of that tournament gets a shot at the War Raiders 
tag titles. Um, so they didn't get the Raw ones, but they could be on their way to some NXT tag team gold. And then number two, Shelton Benjamin, who I can't believe we didn't talk about this too, but he um, he showed up Popped for up. the sneak attack on Seth Rollins this Monday. I had a hunt. I had a hunch he would appear in the Black Power rankings. I was confident. Yeah, and uh, he when he popped up, um, there was a clear line between you know the hardcore fans who knew his connection to Brock Lesnar, um, the Minnesota stretching crew, and him being godfather to Brock's kids and all of that, and um, people who were like, "What is happening?" But everybody was united in the fact that Shelton Benjamin versus Rollins was awesome and that they want to see it and they did deliver uh, a really fun match. So Shelton Benjamin's coming in at number two and in the number one, big congratulations to Harlem Heat. They're going into the Hall of Fame. Booker T is going into the Hall of Fame for the second time. Not only that. Two times, two times, two times. Two times, two times, two times, but he was also inducted in New York uh, during WrestleMania 29 weekend. So I, I love that WWE knows that there's no other place to give Booker T his Hall of Fame rings than the great city of New York. And hopefully the next time they come back to New York, G.I. Bro goes into the Hall of Fame and then Booker there T goes go. for the three-time uh, WWE King, Hall King of Booker. Fame. What about King? King Booker. You know, let's get, let's get all his gimmicks. Let's get him to five-time, five-time, five-time. But you know, for now, he's in um, number one. Kickoff show panelist, Booker T? Yes. Um, future mayor of Houston, potentially. That's a good point. He could end up in the celebrity wing as well. Yeah. Um. Now, was that honorable mention or number one? No, that was number one. I mean, you, uh, can't, you. you can't get a Hall of Fame ring and not go in at number one. Well said. Well said. Um, and we... We do have an exciting couple of weeks. We'll have some good interviews in the week leading up. I think it's going to be a little bit different than usual for our pre-mania, the big weekend mania um, situation. Still haven't decided on heat and greet. I promise to give you an answer by next week's show as we figure things out. Um, but SGG, um, do we ha- do you have anything else that was pressing on your mind that you wanted to reveal? No, I don't. Well, listen, we have to prepare. We're saving ourselves. So we give you this episode. Um, we humbly give you the email address, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com for more mail next week. And we will be back. So over this weekend, I'd like you to do, do me a favor. And if you can, um, stay mage. Oh, yeah. And? And enjoy yourself. <laughs>